Welcome back to the first show. I'm I'm Mike Francesa. And I'm I'm Brown Eye Bob. I hope you liked me in Uncut Gems. Um Yeah, what's up? All right. I guess we're doing this. Ground floor. Ground floor. Yeah, welcome to the first level. Yeah. The, the first level of the rest of your life. The funny thing about it is it doesn't go up. This <laughs> elevator's broken. The elevator goes sideways and down, but not up. Yeah, the 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 the, uh, the title of this episode is "This Elevator's Broken." I would take a like a diagonal elevator because that at least is sometimes going up, you know. But this de- <laughs> this elevator is like on the swamp. Yeah, this is this is a shitty elevator. Um, all right. Well, I guess let's introduce ourselves. My name is Matt Delapina. I'm Sean Lewis, and um, together we are Little Ark, like a small fledgling, but with some uh, some bona fides behind us, a production company slash studio. And um, we thought we would just kind of take the opportunity to open up our conversations to the public at large or whoever's interested in hearing about these kind of things. Uh, because I think it's actually kind of an interesting, um, strange phenomenon right now in the arts. And maybe you can expand on like some of the stuff we've done recently and, and like where sure. we're at now. Sure. I like to think of this podcast as just like a a, a live suicide. <laughs> that everyone can read. So yeah, Matt and I have been working in the arts for a really long time, which kind of broke our spirits. And then we were like, maybe theater is just like too hard and we should do something easier like film. And uh, so we started, we started jumping into film, but we were always making like small projects. Some of them kind of tuck off more than we expected. So like five years ago, um, I was living in Iowa and I reached out to Matt and I was just like, I want to make a movie. I've never made a movie. I've never picked up a camera, but I, I just want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you want to come to Iowa for a week and I'll plan out like a cross country road trip and we'll kind of pick up crew and shoot as we go. And so we did. We made this movie, These Hopeless Savages, which is now on Amazon Prime, played a lot of film festivals. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a wake up call because we did not know what we were doing. I mean, I'm not sure we yeah. know what we're doing now, but we, we definitely didn't know what we were doing then. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like we, yeah, we basically at that point made like dumb videos on like, like photograph cameras, like early, like, you know, like six pixel cameras we made yeah, some dumb shorts about, yeah they're usually about like selling matt's balls to people that's like yeah that's yeah we, they were they were they were early safety production sure sure uh they were ambitious in their uh in their scope but you know i don't know generally just like dumb 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 joke stuff but then yeah you were really you were definitely the the impetus to get really get a, a script together and then laid out the production across the country. I mean, we can get into that stuff too, like later on, you know, how, like the sort of the story of that. Yeah, we'll um, do an episode where we talk about how you can make your first movie for now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I think we would just, I, and then, so yeah, so on the heels of that, we, Sean made a couple of shorts. Um, he also made a short film series with Caitlin Busby, who co-directed These Hopeless Savages called Sad Dad, which actually predicted both of our futures. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, in the last couple of years, was interested in making a um, 
a TV show because, you know, I wanted to like sort of always bridge the gap between just being an actor in front of the thing. But I, after the feature film that we worked on, I really. Well, and also, also you wanted to be on a TV show. Yeah, I wanted to be on a TV show. <laughs> I mean, you're saying that like you were doing it as a service, like a science project. Like, I want to see what it'd be like to produce no. this. But you wanted to, I mean, I think yeah. it's okay to acknowledge there's a level of selfishness. I wanted to direct without yeah. what that even meant. So, like, you direct a movie. Matt wanted to act on a TV show, so we made a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, so basically we made a TV show. We shot it first as, like, a half-hour pilot, frankly. Uh, and then, like, as a kind of visual pitch to accompany a story bible you know and then got that out to a producer who was interested but never really caught fire anywhere so then we're just like well let's break it up make it a web series and we did and it it seemed to get a really good response from people friends even friends of friends i feel like it's sort of i don't know and then then based on where nobody wanted us to do anything nobody asked us to make any more no one was like knocking on our door or giving us money we just kind of felt like or frankly maybe i did i just kind of wanted to keep living in that world keep pulling in awesome actors from around the city and just see what took and see and just try to get better at what we do and i think we did so we had a second season and in the middle of that we found out that we got into the tribeca film festival it's part of their tribeca now thing which features new online work uh, so that was amazing. So that was like another, after the feature film success, I think adult ed success at Tribeca, and then its subsequent release last fall in fall 2019, kind of was like, okay, shit, it feels like we're like on the map in some ways, like as creators of, of content, right? I mean, that's how it felt like to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, absolutely. And I think like, as a little al almanac to Matt, for people who don't know, like, when he's bringing up things like story Bibles, like, the long and short of it is, like, basically when you're trying to get anyone to hire you to do work, you have to do all this kind of crazy work first that doesn't really make sense or show that you know how to do anything. Yeah. And it's really, like, mind-numbing and soul-crushing. So, like, a story Bible will be, like, you'll just pitch out kind of rhetorically is how we often do it, like, an entire an entire season of TV where we, we pretend someone's interviewing us on a piece of paper. It'll be like, mm -hmm. tell us about adult ed. And they'll be like, well, in adult ed, this happens, this happens, this happens. And then it'll be, wow, that's impressive. And you'll actually write like someone saying, wow, that's impressive. And it goes back and forth. <laughs> then if you get lucky, someone will then ask you for like a pitch deck or a visual deck. And then, then you spend like weeks going through movies you didn't make and stealing pictures from them and saying like, if you've ever seen Do the Right Thing, it's like this scene in Do the Right Thing, except Spike Lee's not directing or writing it. And, and yeah. put that into a document. And so like we had done it, some of that and got like, you know, sometimes it felt like some momentum. And then you just get tired and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, let's just, yeah. let's just make something, please. And that's where we are now. I mean, I think that's right. I mean, I feel like we yeah. both like we found some level of recognition with our work, some level of like, you know, I remember, frankly, like me and you having like drinks at like the like the sort of opening party of the festival for Tribeca Film Festival. And I was like, oh, shit, we're here. Like we're. Yes. Like weird. you. I think I said something like, oh, no, like we're almost we're almost there. And you're like, no, we're like here. We're like at literally literally at the party. 
you know, and like people are giving us free drinks for a few hours. And it was like, oh, this you're right. That no, being I, said, I do remember that open bar with like fancy shots that had coffee mixed in it for some reason. And, and you know, all espresso. One day drinks. we'll make it, Sean. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, if we're not if we're not making it right now, it's going to be a long haul. Well, I think Nespresso was a sponsor of the festival. So they basically right. every cocktail had to have coffee in it, basically, <laughs> which was good because it was like you were doing cocaine because you were just super caffeinated and on alcohol. So <laughs> not that I've ever done it, but no, no. But yeah, you uh, yeah. So it was like funny to be like, oh, we're here. It's here. It's screening. It's amazing, and the company we're keeping is incredible. But at the same time, you're like, but no one's giving you bags of cash. No one's saying we're high. We're a twenty four, and we would love to absorb your your vision. Like you know, it's. I mean, maybe for some people, but I think largely a lot of people left the festival with that cool couple of weeks, and like they just got to hustle right on after it. And you get a nice little stamp when you're done. And Tribeca actually definitely has like industry recognition, but you know, here we are. That's kind of where we are to catch you all up. So. You know, right now we're basically been scouting about like what is our next year going to look like? You know, there, we had, yeah, from the festival, we had a couple of meetings come up that were sort of there's still some potential like, you know, like sparks there that could lead to something more, more, you know, more substantial. But right now it's still basically on, on me and you largely to figure out what the fuck to do, you know? Um, yeah, I, I like I like to call this section like <laughs> How oh, we've got deep, sections now. Like, yeah, like how deeply in debt do we want to put our families? Yeah, this is what this section is. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the post Tribeca section is called the like, how bad do we want to ruin our children's future? Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, in like how how many projects and how big of <laughs> projects are we going to make on our own money as we continue to try and get people to pay us or or give yeah. to catch everyone and also. I mean, we've never gotten funding. Like that's what some people ask me. And like a lot of people after adult ed have reached out and be like, so how'd you do it? How'd you do it? Who would your producer? Well, and and I'm I will like, say nobody. Matt and I, I will say this too. Matt and I handle this differently. Matt tells the truth and I lie vaguely. I vaguely lie. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we, got, we yeah, found you... some money. We found like a bridge truck fell down or something. Because you think, you think that gives it like legitimacy, right? Or something. I'm sure it's my own bullshit. I don't I'm care. Sure. I'm sure. No, yeah. I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I don't know if this is supposed to get into Sean's therapy land, but I'm sure it's a little bit of both is that there's a part of me of like, oh, you fake it till you make it. But there's also a part of me that's, that's faking it to myself, I think, <laughs> before yeah. I make it. Like, no, nah, I'll tell myself that we, we've we've gotten some funding. But it, I get it, it. it's such a hard thing because like there's so many projects that don't have funding or like people have family money or are getting yeah. like the, the the industry's just changed so much of like where money's there's a lot less money when you get money anyway. Yeah. And, and where it comes from is like you shot a feature in Michigan that was all ind independently funded, right? Like that the whole Yeah. Thing. Yeah, a movie called Ruin Me, which is awesome and it found real success on uh Shutter, played a lot of festivals. Uh but yeah, that was still I think largely independently funded. Um not like a major studio they just basically were like let's do this yeah and when, we money. Say, and when we say independently funded because i think you know when i would listen to these podcasts like i would be like oh independently funded means like a small producer and it's like no independently funded means like a dentist like it means like a family friend it means like like it's different for each project but it's like it means literally like we went out to kickstarter and we raised the money yeah yeah and we've been lucky 
or dumb, but I feel like we've kept our costs <laughs> super low and we've had like yeah. real, real generous favors from post-production people, from actors, from DPs. So we, I mean, the feature we filmed, we shot was like $5,000. The entirety of Adult Ed, all six episodes, I think will be like 7000 7500 And that's all credit cards. That's all. So that's just Sean and I like, yeah ponying up and then like investing on ourselves and then paying it back either from usually not from frankly like residuals money we've made on the films but just peripheral show business income that like i make it on a commercial i pay it back or sean does a tour you know or or we get like strange um i mean there's strange payback you know like i i'm teaching filmmaking classes at like a liberal arts college right now solely because of ed and savages right like Mm -hmm. i don't have a teaching background in that and then i know matt's gotten some acting roles from people who've seen him in that i think like in ruin me they even asked they're like oh you've been on a set that's like low budget and moving fast so like yeah no know what's needed i would not have gotten the horror movie if um if we didn't make savages absolutely i think so it's it's been an interesting thing in that way is that like yeah yeah i'm like we made i've made the money back but in tangential way so yeah i mean like so I guess to bring you into our, basically, if we're going to make this, this show is kind of like our vision for it is part of our, like, you know, I don't know, three pronged plan to like expand, expand little arcs. Uh, I don't know, recognition and reach maybe one of which I think Sean was the impetus for this is a, a podcast level. And I guess like we discussed, well, what if we just take people inside our, you know, every couple day phone calls where we're like talking about what to do. And I was like, Actually, that seems like the most interesting podcast that we can do, because I feel like even the ones I listen to about indie film um, are generally people who've gotten budgets of like upwards of 100,000 or plus, you know, I mean, right. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, always, because that's, (laughs) you know, because they have the the kind of size that people want to interview. And I think also it's always a lot of like industry speak. Like when I wanted us to make savages, I, I listened to, you know. I went to all the, the podcasts that I'm sure everyone else goes to um, and, and was and articles and it, it just didn't relate. It was so industry yeah. where I'm like, well, what if I'm just like, what if I'm just some asshole who like right. hasn't picked up a camera, but likes to tell stories. What and like, I yeah. Do? And you kind of check to check and like, we're not, we're not coming from like wellsprings of money. There's no producer on hand. Like it's literally a micro level. We're literally like, you know, coins in a coffee can basically level. And not that, not that like $7,000 is coins in a coffee can, but relative to the, a lot of the budgets, even on a micro level, this is zero. It's basically just favors and people getting together for fun. Right. I mean, yeah. Seven grand is, I mean, if you, if you're in a financially tighter space, it's the type of thing that if you budget and you look, you're like, we're going to film in like six to eight months. How much do I need to save each month off my check and on other things? You can come up with seven grand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the, the, I guess the idea is like these podcasts will be kind of like taking you into our, our sort of like brainstorming meetings and like, we'll maybe try to like give you insight as far as who we're talking to. Uh, I don't know if we'll name names specifically, but maybe we will. I, I think when, we're just kind of figuring I think it out. We're, I think when we're allowed to, we can, I think yeah. the biggest thing about this is like, I would have loved the podcast that was just kind of like, warts and excitements and all kind of honest yeah. about what was going on as opposed yeah. to be like we have a movie coming out and so yeah. this is the the quirky stories of how it got made as opposed to like we don't completely know what the fuck we're doing right Come totally. follow us. 
I would say so that's like so you're listening to the basically the birth of part of part of our new approach with that uh, opening the doors a little bit into the ground floor. Uh, also, we we definitely have like a plan laid out for like the fiction stuff we want to do. Like I'm working on a second draft of a feature film. Sean's uh, Sean's in the pitch stage of like another comedy feature film. We've got Sean also wrote a killer short that we're trying to get produced in uh, the spring. Which might get funded. Um, That's actually, and we'll, I think, in like very soon future episodes, we can we'll talk about the journey of post Tribeca, yeah, and pre, but post being where you actually do get a couple of meetings and every, you know, and not promises, but opportunities or chances, yeah. windows kind of open for for moments and like, like so the short might actually be funded as part of a larger thing that we've been talking about for like almost a six months. Yeah. Yeah, no, we can. I think we should just do, yeah, break up. I mean, yeah, we, I think we should break it up that way as far as like future episodes. Um, so there's, yeah, so then there's the other column where it's just like our, our the, the real passion work, you know, the work we want to do, like on screen storytelling. And then the kind of the third thing we've been talking about is, uh, you know, kind of like finding a way to get into the commercial world, even on a small level, right? I know yeah. I, yeah. I, I, Daddy wants to get paid. Yeah, because we want to get paid. And so there's no way to get paid. We can't just keep wishing for some angel producer, you know, or studio. Um, but what we can do is offer our services at a really efficient level to even like websites or um, local businesses, you know. Yeah, and using those work. is also opportunities to get, obviously, like every chance you get to practice your your craft is is tantamount right like that yep. that's the only way that you get better and we both really really love being on set matt's actually a much better producer than me because he's enthusiastic and excited the entire time where i'm i'm just kind of a little bit like <laughs> i don't know are we still doing this like should we or yeah i feel like, like you're a little bit like caged in your own panic a little bit quietly <laughs> irish yeah, little, style but, little yeah. uh yeah the, the irish in me is always going like you're still shit like that's that's <laughs> That's the Irish angel on my shoulder that I've grown up with. It's, it's constantly doubting me and going like, they're all going to laugh at you. Don't worry. You're um, still shit. No yeah, matter don't what. Don't worry. Don't worry. That's yeah. Great. Your family dinners are different than mine. They're like, time. yeah, it's like, yeah, you came home. Yeah. You have like multiple image comics published. You've got deals at like several studios. And I feel like your family's generally at Thanksgiving is like, nah. yeah, who you're still doing this thing? Like, I, I looked at what my favorite is when they're like, I read, I read one of your books. I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like, great, thanks, fantastic. Like, I didn't read one of your books. You should, yeah, I didn't, I didn't read your book. You don't have a book. Books and it doesn't exist. You just have rage and like seven whiskeys. Yeah, it's yep. like. Welcome to Ireland. Got to tell my mom not to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Jeez. Yeah, by the end of this, we should like rule out all the people who can't listen to it. Yeah. It's, it'll be funny to send email messages to them going, not for you. <laughs> not for you. Um, but yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, I guess the third column is like finding, trying to like think of ideas as far as uh, finding ways to get like small commercial accounts, you know? So I feel like if we could bounce around those is our plan for 2020. Maybe there's a way to like move the money around a little bit so that we can actually start funding our short films or the next season of adult debt. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think the, the goal for us would be to, I mean, the Matt gets mad at me whenever I make comparisons to living filmmakers, but like, yeah. I get like the Joe Swamp <laughs> and the Mark Duplasses. And I'm like, I like the idea of being able to roll out of bed, have an idea for a film and, and secure a level of funding. 
oh, yeah. that's reasonable so that you're you're just making things on a regular basis and employing your friends like that's that's the real like oh yeah dream yeah yeah i right now the payback is in sort of more uh vague terms like future work for our ourselves for our editors who've done work on adult ed or these hopeless savages so it has already paid back in many ways you know in many ways not just strictly in numbers but in order to really like reroute it into filmmaking we we need actual money i think at this point yeah and and exposure I mean, you know hey cool. you get into tribeca and then you're like okay i guess the next thing is we have to get into sundance and yeah then once that happens then maybe someone buys it but but even those things have just changed just because of the you know the the breakups of like just how everything's moving to streaming in different ways but also like density of the amount of projects i mean the technology's made it so that like you at home can make yeah. a movie today on your phone right is actually right. watchable yeah um but yeah that's kind of uh where it's at um do you want to like should we like wrap up or just spend a few minutes talking about like literally like what do we want to do like who should we reach out to this week or i mean what do you think who we should reach out to are we calling it like what does that mean are we calling like my, <laughs> should we dox like people should we give people's names like we should just ambush my manager <laughs> and just be like you're on our podcast so tell us about your day we this is the part of the show where we dox our friends and co- business colleagues <laughs> we give everyone's address and phone That's number weird. can you imagine weird, it was a weird weird I, just the way you laid it out was so scary like what, <laughs> what do we shows called dox <laughs> um docs by little box our fourth column is yeah ruining people's <laughs> privacy uh, i think this is a good yeah i, I, like good intro. I, think, I think i think i think i think you learned nothing listening to this episode <laughs> but but if you, you want a little deep but if you're dive, like ah, i got 10 minutes to listen to these idiots you know i think maybe. so i think that's what people but literally it just finally occurred to me like even sharing like a one minute video clip on Instagram, which is how we got a lot of adult that out there. Even that is so hard because people are in moving all the time with their oh, phone God. and they're not, they don't also, they're like self-hating New Yorkers and Los Angelinos and they don't want to like look at their phone a lot. So they don't want to, but like something about a podcast seems holistic and chill. Yeah. I, I don't know. Your ears. I mean, there's definitely You're right. There's something yeah. about that because there was always a thing that radio, like when radio still existed, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, radio. Right. Like I remember, I remember when we were looking at doing ad buys for theater. Jesus Christ, what was oh. But um, <laughs> but when we were looking at that, like one of the things we found when we were doing research is that like more people were were doing impulse buy if they heard a radio ad than any other kind of ad because it feels more. Intimate. Oh, yeah, totally. So, I feel it too. So we'll be feel intimate like, with you right now. I've been so reluctant to ever do this, but I actually feel like uh, I'm kind of happy we are. You know, it's so, funny. Matt's the one who actually called me and was like, we, sh- we should do a podcast where we just have our daily phone call, which seemed a little insane. And also it's just funny because I think for three years I've been saying to Matt, like, let's do a podcast. I know. Like, I don't listen to them. Podcasts are stupid. Who wants a podcast? Uh, well, my response is who wants anything? I will say I've been listening to more. And I also will say one of our cast members from Adult Ed, Nick Westrate, has a great podcast called For the Girls. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to it, but it's I didn't awesome. even know about it. Yeah, Just I'll about – just appreciation. It's really just about, like, let's talk about this artist and why they're fantastic oh, for nice. 45 minutes. It's just – it's great. And Nick's hilarious. Okay. And I don't know his partner's okay. name on it, but uh, he's awesome too. 
So shout out to For the Girls podcast. Uh, I don't even know if there's anything else. Oh, I like the Seth Godin one. That gives me motivated. Yeah, this is weird. This is the part of the show where Matt just tells you about things he listens to. Yeah, I want to make so stupid. All right. Strange. I know. Sorry. I'm going to let's wrap this up. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And now I'm going to figure out how to download this. And yeah. uh, and, and the next episodes will actually have topics. This is yeah. one you just you just got to know us. You just got to know us. You, you just got to know us. And you're, you're really like, sorry know. you did. Do I want to hear them talk about making a movie? Can I learn anything from them? Like, we'll see. Yeah, that's what we need. Two white guys telling us uh, <laughs> what to talk about and think of. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, old white guys. No, I'm not old yet. You're... Uh, yeah, all right.